anyone else experiencing neck or back pain over the past few weeks? It could be the added stress we we're under during this pandemic. It could also be the makeshift workstations, you know, those kitchen chairs that you're using in your home office. Jesse Awanis is a physiotherapist from Synergy Sports Medicine and Rehabilitation in Toronto. He joins the show to talk about things that may relieve some of your pain. Welcome to the show. Hey, Kelly. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for being here. Um, can you give us a few uh, quick tips for neck or back pain? I mean, are you hearing a lot of reports that your clients are experiencing this as they, you know, sit around, uh, you know, doing work at home and, you know, maybe we're working longer hours, not taking the breaks we normally would at the office? Yeah, absolutely. So what I'm seeing a lot of, especially in my virtual sessions with patients, is they'll be talking to me about like a knee issue they had prior to COVID starting. And now that they're working from home all the time, not really moving a lot, a lot of neck and back pain are going on. The main reason I think people are getting that is simply because they're not moving enough. And we're staying in prolonged postures without really changing it up. And we're not really moving a lot. The joints in the spine and the neck get really, really stiff. In our joints, we have something called synovial fluid. They give it like motor oil. It helps lubricate joints, keeps them moving. And essentially, when that motor oil or that fluid in our joints gets stiff or doesn't move very much you feel a lot of pain in the back and the neck jesse is there something we can do like it would making sure that you're well adequately hydrated do the trick as well yeah drinking lots of water that definitely helps um something else we could do is just changing up postures even at the workstation so something we like saying in the biz is simply the best posture is the next posture so even if you're sitting at your desk Shifting your weight, moving from one side to the other, crossing one leg over the other, using a thick towel roll and placing it behind your lower back to maintain that lower back arch definitely helps relieving some of that stress. Right. I'm hearing a lot about making sure you get a proper office chair, but, uh, you know, we are in the middle of a pandemic and I know those ergonomically, yeah, uh, the, yeah those chairs are hard to come by, but also they're hard to set up. I remember working uh, for the private, uh, a public broadcaster rather for a certain amount of time. And honestly, I had somebody come to my workstation with an ergonomic chair. We spent over a half an hour setting it up properly. So obviously that's not going to be something we can, you know, do at home. Oh, right. You can go online and Google a million different ways to set up an ergonomic workstation. And to be honest, I mean, those tips are fine and they may work for some people. But the, the old homage of like keeping yourself moving, trying your best not to stay in one prolonged posture, that's going to be your best bet. You could have the fanciest, most expensive chair in the world, but if you're just sitting in it nonstop all day, you're still going to have pain. I don't care how, how fancy the chair is. So you're a physiotherapist, so you're dealing with people that have pre-existing uh, injuries or maybe you've just sustained an injury. I understand that you're doing some virtual care now. Is that something that you offered previously if people couldn't get into the office or is that something that, you know, it's a workaround that you've put together in order to help people out during the pandemic? Yeah, that's a great question. Actually, we weren't offering it previously, but we do believe that with the success we're having with it, it is something we're, we're going to look into continuing even after all this hopefully ends soon. So essentially when, you know, the, we were mandated to close and to maintain social and physical distancing, we couldn't be seeing patients in the clinic anymore. Um, we didn't want to just abandon our people. So we had to figure out a way to keep them going, keep them active. So when, when we did open the doors again, we weren't starting with them back at square one. So we implemented virtual rehab, which is essentially uh, like, think of it like a FaceTime, but it's a private platform that we invite our patients into where we can watch them, assess them, have them assess them, watch them move, 
talk about their pain, and then come, come together and strategize ways they can kind of live their life at home with a little as little pain as possible. The really you, you find modifications it, to help them out as well. I'm, I'm imagining. Exactly. The, one of the one of the things we didn't really think about think about at the time, but we really found helpful is we can actually see in their home now. So prior to you know. Uh, this virtual stuff, when we were in the clinic with patients, we would tell them, do this, this, and this, and they would say, okay, but we wouldn't really know what they're working with at home. Now that we can right. typically see their work set up, we can actually see where they are. We can really strategize individually with that person in their home environment to kind of get them back to where they want to be. So this virtual care could continue on post-pandemic in conjunction with uh, actually seeing people at your, um, your Synergy Sports Clinic. Absolutely. Um, I'm saying right now about 80 to 90 percent of what I do clinically, um, I'm finding I can do just as well virtually because a lot of it is education based, assessment based, and then making sure patients know what exercises they can be doing on their own and everything can be shown online. Um, Obviously, we can't do the hands on thing like the manual therapy, acupuncture, that kind of thing. Um, And that's nice to have. Don't get me wrong. Patients do get a lot of benefit from that. Um, But at the end of the day, the stuff that really has the best carryover and helps people really kind of take take action with their own health is doing the stuff uh, on their own, which is the exercises and kind of modification of postures and that kind of thing. And I imagine being mindful um, through the virtual care, you're then mindful of what you're doing, how you're sitting, and then you're you're avoiding, uh, you know, prolonging this injury. Absolutely. Um, what we're kind of seeing with the virtual care right now is, I'm not, not going to lie, a lot of physiotherapists I've spoken to, even my own staff at my clinic, were kind of hesitant at first because we are known for using our hands and kind of like helping people stretch physically and like, you know, working out tight muscles and that kind of thing. But we're getting amazing feedback from patients saying just how great it is to have someone in their corner, especially during these kind of crazy times we're in. So patients are really feeling like we're not abandoning them, they're being taken care of, or we're kind of troubleshooting with them along the way. Um, and people were like, for example, I have patients who tore their ACLs and I was just starting rehab with them. Important stuff we were doing that needed to be done just before the, the, the pandemic started. We closed our doors and now patients are like, what are we going to do? And now that we have the virtual care, um, we're really able to kind of continue the progress we're making and making sure we're not you know, leaving them to dry. I know a lot of people, uh, yesterday we spoke to uh, someone who's in the business of fitness and he, you know, was doing some stuff on Instagram, giving out some classes free. And then he's moved over to a Zoom platform where he can actually make some money. I I mean, you can't give away what you do for free. Uh, You have to make a living. You have to make sure your bills are paid. I understand that you uh, and your colleagues and uh, people within the the, uh, physiotherapist uh, realm if that's what I, you know, for lack of a better word at this point yeah, in time, for me. Um, sure. you lo- you lobbied the government to, or uh, or lobbied insurance providers to help cover virtual care. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So there's a few things that are a few things. One, the first thing I'll add is we're, we're also because, you know, we, we want to in this time, we want to keep people feeling well. And not everyone is a candidate for virtual care. Most are, but some aren't. And because of that, like the person you had on the show yesterday, um, our clinic is also offering a free weekly, three times a week, actually, uh, 100% free, uh, online, physiotherapist-led exercise and mobility sessions. Um, so if anyone you know has any interest in that, they can let me know. Um, but as far as the insurance coverage goes and the you know getting reimbursed for our services, yeah, that was that was a big issue the, with the the CERB guidelines when those first came out a little while ago. Uh, we weren't allowed to make any money, so a lot of the clinicians were saying, look. We think we can make more on the CERB than we can 
seeing patients virtually over the next you know few months. So we are forbidden essentially from helping our patients. So it put us in a really right. awkward spot. So we were like, we want to help our patients, but like you know we need to have some income. Um, so a lot of people were doing it pro bono, like just because you know out of a sense of duty, which I was doing as well. Um, and then recently, I think a day or two ago, those guidelines changed that allowed us to make a little bit of money. I think a thousand dollars max per month, and continue being eligible for the SER, which has been really helpful for us in getting more of my staff to be comfortable doing the online sessions. The Canadian Physiotherapy Association really lobbied insurance providers hard to cover it. And I'm happy to say the vast majority have agreed to cover a virtual session, just like they would an in-person session at a clinic. All right, Jesse, I'm running out of time. So uh, that would you you chat with your healthcare uh, coverage and see if that works for virtual care, I guess, in order to yeah. uh, find out if you're eligible. And the other thing I wanted to do before I let you go is uh, have you plug uh, your website so people know where to find you. Oh, great. Uh, so we're at... Uh, www.synergysportsmedicine.com. All right. Thanks so much, Jesse. Have a great day. Thank you so much.